0: Isaiah chapter 9, verse 1. Nevertheless, there will be no more gloom for those who are in distress. In the past, he humbled the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. But in the future, he will honor Galilee of the nations by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder. For as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, a bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor. Every warrior's boost used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be the fuel for the fire. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness. From that time on and forever, the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this.
1: Thanks, Vic. Uh, Good morning, everyone. If you don't know me... Uh, my name's Jacob, I'm one of the workers here at the branch uh, Special welcome if you're visiting with us this morning If you've been brought along by family or friends Or uh, you just come to church on Christmas Day It's great to have you with us uh, Christmas is a, it's a great time of year for many of us, isn't it? Not everyone It's good to acknowledge that uh, for a lot of people Christmas can actually be a really difficult and hard time of year but for many of us it's it's a chance to enjoy some of the good things that life has to offer so we enjoy good food and spending time with family and friends getting together many of us enjoy <clears throat> a holiday at this time of year a chance to rest lots of us get away to the shack or go camping or whatever it might be and you know you, you sit on the camping chair and you kick your feet up and you say life's good. A lot of us say that around this time of year, which, which raises the question, doesn't it? Uh, what does it take for life to be good? What are some of the essential elements of a good life? I think if you, if you ask the average person on the street that question, you might hear some of the standard things. So we need food and water and air, obviously. Uh, we need a place to live, we need people who love and understand us, Uh, we need something useful to do with our hands, we need a chance for rest and recreation. I think if you asked someone what they need for a good life, some of these sorts of things would be kind of right up on top of the list. But I wonder though, how many people, if you ask them that question, what do you need for a good life?, How many people would say to you, one of the things we need is a good government, or at least a half-decent one? A good government probably doesn't immediately spring to mind as one of the things we need for a good life, but when you think about it, it's hugely important. A good government can literally make a world of difference. You could be living the good life have everything you need, but an incompetent or corrupt or worse, an evil government could come in and and turn your life upside down. They could oppress you and take away your freedoms or just make really poor decisions that kind of run the country into the ground. Or you could live under a good government that makes good decisions that bring peace and prosperity and that government actually improves your life. This year, the year of a pandemic, has been a funny old year when it comes to our relationship with our government. We've had to rely on them more than ever to to deal with problems and make decisions that enable us to to get on living life, that, that keep us safe. Our governments have been hugely important when it comes to us being able to live a good life. And hey, thank God that here in Tassie and in Australia more broadly, generally speaking, our governments have done a good job. It's something to be really grateful for. We're not spending Christmas in lockdown yet. Some people might be. Uh, But it's something to be grateful for this Christmas. Government is important when it comes to us being able to flourish as human beings. That's true at a local level, it's true at a state level, at a national level, but it's also true at a personal level, a heart level. Who you allow to rule your life, who you listen to when it comes to the deepest issues of life, who you depend on, who you follow, who you allow to set the direction of your life, that matters too. In fact, it matters more than whoever happens to be the Premier or the Prime Minister at the time. Well, in the Bible passage that we read today, uh, it, it's a pretty common passage to reflect on at Christmas time. That's because it's a prophecy, a prediction about Jesus being born into the world, and he's described as a child, a son given on whose shoulders the government would rest. What kind of government would that be? Well, it's all in his name. Uh, Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6 says, for, us, for to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. What I hope to show you this morning is that this Jesus, this child who was born is worthy to rule over each of our hearts and lives. He does, in fact, rule the world now, whether we acknowledge it or not, and he's worthy to be listened to and followed and depended on because of who he is and because of what he's done. What we'll do is we'll just quickly look at each of those names that Jesus has been given. Wonderful counsellor. Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, and see what all those names say about Jesus and what that means for us. So, see firstly that Jesus is called Wonderful Counselor. He's wise, He's understanding, He knows all about you, all about your highs and lows, your gifts and your weaknesses all about the joys and the challenges that you face. The truth is that life on this earth is challenging. It's hard and confusing sometimes. We run out of ideas when it comes to ourselves and our lives. Do you ever get to the point where you just kind of say to yourself, why am I like this? Or why do I think and say and do the things that I do? We run out of ideas when it comes to the problems that we face in life. Problems in our relationships, problems at work, with our kids, with our families, with our own selves. Have you ever got to the point where you say to yourself, I don't know what to do? I've run out of ideas. So many people get to that point in their lives. Earlier this year, Lifeline was reporting a huge increase in calls, something like 3,000 calls a day. That's a call every 30 seconds from an Australian who's in crisis. And that's in a country with wealth, with relative peace and prosperity and pretty good government. Even with, with all these pieces in place life can still get overwhelming and hard and confusing. And in the thick of all that, Jesus says, come to me. I'm a wonderful counsellor. I understand you. I know you. I've got grace and truth and wisdom to offer you. I can help you to understand yourself and understand the world around you. I can show you how to live in the face of all the hard and confusing things that this life throws up. Not just good advice, but infinite wisdom. Beautiful wisdom, wonderful teaching and instruction for life. Jesus is a wonderful counsellor. Jesus is also mighty God. Maybe you're here today and that's, That's news to you. Lots of people think of Jesus as a good teacher or a wise person. But the message of Christianity is that Jesus is in fact God, mighty God. We've sung about it in all the songs we've sung this morning. Did you notice that? Talking about this baby born in a manger who also happens to be king of the world, mighty God. He's powerful and strong, able to do more than all we could ask or imagine and that's good news for us if he's on our side because we're weak. So often we find ourselves unable to do things, unable to achieve all that we set out to do. We get told in life you can achieve anything that you want to as long as you put your mind to it. And there's some good things about that. So it encourages us to have a go and discover our strengths, but it can also be immensely burdensome. Some people make it to the top and achieve greatness, but for lots of us, our lives are just pretty normal and mediocre. What a burden to think that we have to achieve greatness when really we're, we're average and that's okay. It's so relieving and liberating in fact to be able to say you know what i'm not great i'm not strong in fact most of the time or often at least i feel weak and needy because it's in our weakness that we discover the strength of jesus mighty god If we look to him for that strength, life shouldn't have to be about doing everything on your own, in your own strength. It's far better to look to Jesus, full of strength and power, to help you in your weakness. Jesus is mighty God. He's also called here everlasting father. And really what that title speaks of is someone who protects and provides for and cares and loves. It's not saying that Jesus, this son born, is in fact a father, but he does the things that a good father does. He looks after and loves and cares for the people who belong to him. The desire of every person is is to be loved And perhaps the fear of every person is that if people really knew me, if people really knew what went on in my heart and mind, they'd run a mile. But Jesus is one who knows you to the bottom, but loves you all the same. Loves you through and through. Not so much because of what's in you, but because of who he is. Imagine having a father like that. A father who looks at you and sees you on your very worst days, in your very worst moments, and says, I love you. I care for you. I'm not going anywhere. Jesus is that kind of father. He's like that kind of father, I should say. And finally, Jesus is called the Prince of Peace. He's one who brings reconciliation and forgiveness and restoration to our lives and to the world it's something that our world so desperately needs when you look around you see so much division and hostility country versus country left versus right progressive versus conservative men versus women rich versus poor And the divide and the division and the hostility seems like, if anything, it's getting worse. And it's not just out there. It exists in our homes, our families, our closest relationships. Christmas can be a horrible time of year for some people because they're forced to spend time with family. And that brings up years, decades even, of resentment and bitterness Where does peace come from? And how do we get it? Well, peace comes from the Prince of Peace. He came to bring peace on earth. How? Well, it wasn't just Jesus' birth that brought peace. It was his death and his resurrection too. Jesus died on a cross to pay for sin That rejection of God, living our own way, that's the thing that causes not just hostility between us and other people, but hostility between us and God. Jesus paid for the sins of everyone who believes in him so that we can be reconciled to God. I think our last carol is Hark the Herald Angels Sing. You know what the words are? Uh, Peace on earth. And mercy mild. How? God and sinners reconciled. There's another prediction in the book of Isaiah that we just read that talks about Jesus and it said, He was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him. And by his wounds we are healed. Jesus died on a cross so that we could have peace with God. And that's a peace that flows out into every other area of life. The forgiveness that comes from Jesus helps us to forgive other people when they do wrong by us. Brings peace in our relationships. The wisdom that comes from Jesus, wonderful counsellor, helps us to live a life of peace. The strength of Jesus, mighty God, brings about it a wonderful peace and assurance. Because no matter what our circumstances, we know that this strong and powerful God is on our side. And the love and care of Jesus, everlasting Father, pours into our hearts like a tonic, creating again the most wonderful sense of inner rest and security Jesus is the prince of peace he's the one who rules with wonderful wisdom infinite strength unshakable love and perfect peace imagine a government like that that's the kind of government that rests on Jesus shoulders but it didn't come as a king or a prime minister with a cabinet. He came as a baby, lying in a manger, tiny and helpless and obscure, actually passed by by the majority of the world. And the same thing happens today. Jesus is irrelevant, obscure, but please, this Christmas, don't miss it. In that manger lay the wonderful counsellor, mighty God, everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. Do you see that? Will you accept and live under the government of Jesus? Accept him as the ruler of your life? Jesus said that he's come so that we might have life and life to the fullest. Accepting Jesus, trusting in him, following him leads to the fullest life possible. Not a life that's free from pain or problems or hardship or hurt or disappointment, but a life of rich blessing because you're known and loved by the one who made you, the one who walks beside you with perfect wisdom and power and love and peace. That's the child who was born. That's the son who was given, and that's what we remember and celebrate at Christmas time. Let's pray. our great God and heavenly Father, we thank you so much for the gift of your Son, the Saviour of the world, Jesus Christ. Lord, thank you uh, that he would humble himself uh, to become a baby uh, and grow into a man, a man that would live a perfect life and die on a cross in our place and rise again. Lord, please this Christmas help us not to miss this. Uh, Even if we've known and trusted Jesus for a long time, fill our hearts again, we pray, with the joy and the wonder uh, of what you have done through Jesus. And Lord, for anyone who uh, doesn't know and love and trust Jesus, help them to uh, see the wonder of this child who was born in a manger and accept Jesus as their king. We pray it in his name. Amen.